What happened in that situation, though, Destiny? And how long had y'all been dating? How long had y'all been dating at that point? Okay, we had been dating for about three months. Three or four months. You want to make sure that's accurate. Look at it. Okay, about three or four months. um, About a month and a half. It was not. (laughs) So, So we connected in September. The fair was in October. Yep. So it was about a month, a month and a half. Well, it felt like three months. (laughs) It felt like three months. And um, so I went into the restroom just to take a little break from the fair. And I come out and Brandon and our group of friends that we were with, he's talking with a lady friend that he, I think he used to go to work with her or something like that. So I walk out the bathroom and he goes, oh yeah, this is my homegirl destiny. I'm well, like homegirl. We, we brothers get in trouble with that all the time. Like, sir, you just made you just ate a hot cooked meal, <laughs> and I'm homegirl, and you have your little duffel bag over at the house. Like, what is this? What are we? What are we doing? Like immediately that night, I was like, we gotta figure this out. Like, what are we doing? That's good though. See, I believe that those are great moments of and opportunities. Those are opportunities that actually unpack what are we. Mm-hmm. We always hate those moments when we have to ask, what are we? I saw a meme that says, if you ever have to ask a man what, you know, what, what y'all are, then that's the wrong situation. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's an opportunity for a conversation. We put porn to shame. <laughs> the womb isn't just about where I give Talk birth to Talk about babies. it. Talk. The womb is about where we give birth to perfect. Talk. I was basically all of her nevers. I never imagined my journey would inspire people all over the world. You have set a standard in love. I was dating a young lady who helped me heal. Wow, this woman is a ride or die. The conversations have really helped me to change my perspective on relationships. I had 19 attorneys at one time that were speaking into my ear. 19 19 attorneys. attorneys. My, my, My last relationship. You know, it did a number on me. What you did not know is I had a whole little situation lined up that evening. Your transparency is literally setting people free. And you're unique. You ain't like nobody else. I, I noticed that right away. You can make me cry. <laughs> um, thank you. I received that. Let one of them Barbie doll bodies walk over here. He gonna say, dear future wifey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're gonna go right in that box. <laughs> I'm Lataris R. Whitfield, and welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. Welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. I'm your host, Lataris R. Whitfield. Hey, listen, are you still shacking up with us? If you're still shacking up with us, come on, can we get a commitment? Hit that subscription button and subscribe. Make sure you turn on your notification bells so you'll be notified about the upcoming episodes. And those of you who have been listening to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts, thank you. Thank you so much. I've been neglecting y'all. I haven't been giving y'all. Y'all just do. And uh, I greatly appreciate it. We are number 11 in relationships on Apple Podcasts. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. Hey. Another thing that you can do is make sure that you rate this video. Go ahead and rate it five stars on the audio platforms, and that helps it trend more on the podcast site. So thank you so much. Well, today's episode, we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. I've been watching this couple for uh, the last few months, and I've just totally fallen in love with them because they understand the power of enjoying each other in a relationship. Uh, So without further ado, welcome to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. My new homies, Destiny and Brandon Sutton. How y'all doing? Thank you. Good. Thank you. Excited to be here. You know what? I always wonder, like, how much of what y'all do is authentic to to who y'all are? 
You know, as far as these jokes and stuff that y'all do on each other, is that naturally who y'all are? Yes, absolutely. 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 We do this all day, every day. I mean, the only difference now is we turn on the camera. But this is us. We joke around with each other. She does the shoulder bounce. <laughs> okay, you got to start off with that. Go ahead and go ahead and give us a shoulder bounce. You got, you. No, that's you. That's your What's trademark. You that's your trademark. You got to go ahead and get your arm from around your boot thing. <laughs> so where did that come from? So honestly, it's so funny because I'm the one who started it in the house. Yeah. And then we did this video where... Um, Brandon was acting like me, doing some things like around the house, and he started to do the bounce, like mimicking me. But everybody's like obsessed with him doing it, so, so now he just he just, does, he just took it over. But we were doing it like to each other in the house, like that was our little <laughs> thing. Like a, yeah, it was like a sarcastic thing. So if I said something crazy, should be like instead of looking at me crazy, should be like, <laughs> yeah, like really, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so it took off. Yeah. Um, today's episode is affectionately titled Laughing in Love. I believe that laughter is so important. When you find a couple that stops laughing, that relationship is going on the downturn. And um, so that's one thing that I said I have to have in my relationship. Uh, this is my personal journey as I discover, uncover, and recover love. And so certain attributes are manifesting with different couples. I'm, a, I'm allowing myself to glean information and wisdom and insight to be like, yes, I need that. Yes, I want that. And, um, and so what I saw from you guys, a lot of people don't know why I choose certain people on the podcast. I choose them because they are patches in my my story, in this fabric, this quilt that I'm putting together uh, for my future wifey. And so y'all represent the laughter. Y'all represent uh, living on purpose and enjoying each other. When did y'all meet? How long ago was it that you set eyes on this amazing woman and said, you know what? I might get her phone number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we met, we met in August of 2018. Um, I had just moved back here from, cause I'm originally from Chicago. Um, so I just moved back to Texas and, um, we had a mutual friend that of course we didn't know was a mutual friend until we got introduced. So we were at a pool party and, um, I got introduced to her. Oh, so you saw her in a little bathing suit. Yeah. Well, she was, yeah, uh -huh. yes, I did. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta put context around yeah, it. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She uh -huh. was in the pool taking selfies. <laughs> And I was like, okay, she she cool, but she taking selfies. She look like she full of herself. <laughs> so when we got introduced to her, um, I said, hi, how you doing? She said, hey. And that was the end of it. That was I it. Kept, yeah, I kept it moving. Um, I didn't talk to her or see her for a month after that. And then I ran into her again at a day party. And for some reason this time, I was like, man, I got to pursue her. She was, I mean, she was looking good, of course. Yeah. But it was just something that came over me. I was like, I got to pursue her. So. I went up to her, asked her, hey, can I buy you a drink? Um, he begged to buy no, me a drink. No, I didn't, didn't beg. He kept begging. I, I was like, beg. sir, I'm trying to go home. She was trying to go home. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah. And, and, and did you go home or not? I yeah. stayed a little you bit You stayed a little bit, later, <laughs> little, little bit later. So so we talked for a little bit. Um, I invited her to church the next day. This was a Saturday. I was like, hey, come to church with me because I got had to see. You know. See see where, where her faith was. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So she came to church with me, and we we've been rocking ever since. Literally, literally, like every single day since. Then. So what church y'all go to? Concord. Mm -hmm. So you were going to Concord then? Yes. And what church were you going to? I was going to a Cornelia. Uh, oh, Cornelia, yeah. Arlington. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And so you invited her to church. Mm -hmm. um, what would you had said, or how would you have felt if she was just like, I don't, I don't do church like that. 
Oh, that would have been. <laughs> I mean, it would have been game over because I can't. Like, you can't be unequally yoked. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and, you know, I, I'm I'm at the point now where it's like, man, I gotta coach you up. I gotta talk. To, I gotta get you to come to church and believe and all that. I just I just didn't really have. You ain't got the energy well, for that. Yeah, the energy for it. So, so what made you in that moment say this moment was different from the moment before? That happened a month prior, and say I got I got to go shoot my shot. Yeah, I think I think the main thing was I was flipping that switch. I was in the process of flipping that switch of being from being the outgoing day party party going be to okay, I'm ready to settle down and and just be with one woman and just kind of do life with one woman. And so, literally, I don't think it would have been the right moment had I pursued her then. You needed one extra month. One extra month. <laughs> get, get a little something, I mean, something out of the system. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's real. I mean, it, 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 yeah. So that, so when I ran into her again, I was like, okay, this is, this is the time. Listen, gosh, every man seems to say that. It's not about, it's always about the right time with men. Mm -hmm. A lot of women, and they get their hearts broke a lot of times because mm -hmm. they'll entertain a guy in the wrong season, yeah. and then they feel like, well, maybe I ain't the right one. Well, you're still a great woman. It's just that it wasn't the right time for that particular guy. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that, Brendan? I totally agree with that. And and with that comes a level of maturity, right? Yes. So you have to... you have to be mature enough to know when your season is and when it's not. And if it's not your season... I personally think you should let women know that. But the problem with yes. guys is they don't let women know. Facts. They, they let them enter into their lives when they know it's the wrong season. And, and they, it's chaos. Yes, and they just use them for a fun time instead of for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. So, Destiny, when you first set eyes on him, what you think? <sighs> he was tall. He was chocolate. Like, <laughs> he definitely... <laughs> he definitely... <laughs> I immediately started doing my homework on him. Oh, you did? I did. I had some friends that, like I said, we it was mutual friends. So yeah. I they knew him prior. So I was able to ask questions. Do you have any kids? Did he go to church? Does he have a car? Does he have a job? <laughs> so I was definitely interested, but I would never ever like make the first move. Of course, like it would have. We would have just been never seeing talked. each other. We just been seeing each other in passing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I knew the smile was there. You know, I was, I mean, I was definitely feeling him. I just, I wasn't going to say it. Did you have some lists? You know, they say a lot of women have this list where they say, this is what I'm looking. Because you just named what could be a list that you could have had written already. Uh, did you have a list? Kind of. Like, I definitely, just from experience with my friends dealing with, like having children with people they weren't with anymore. Yeah. I definitely didn't want to go that route, but I did feel like at my age, at the age I was, I felt like maybe that might not be a possibility. So I was uh, getting open to it, but yeah. you definitely had to have a car and a job <laughs> and I was hoping no kids and you know, so did you have to be a Christian? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We don't, uh -uh. I can't do why, it. Why, why is that important? I just feel like it's just too, it's too much. Like, if we can't agree just on that, like our faith, if we can't pray together at night. Like, that was one thing when we went to church that day, the next day, when I heard him pray, I literally, I tell people that all the time. Like, that was the moment that I knew. I was like, I've never heard a man pray like that. Like, to this day. We say like that. What is like that? It was just, like, intentional. Like, it was speaking things. It was life. It wasn't just, like... 
you know, thank you, Jesus, for this. And, yeah. You know, all right, cool. It was like intentional. It's always like every night when we pray, it's, it's, it's facts. Like it's something that we've talked about, we've discussed, and Love then we it. bring it to God at night. Love you know? it. Brandon? <laughs> King, I'm loving this. Oh, yeah. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. And so, um, y'all first date was at church? It was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because no, yeah. it was the next day. It was the next day. Yeah. The next day, yeah. Next day, yeah. Mm -hmm. Our first date was at church. Mm -hmm. And she, I, and I, you know, what's so funny is, oh, man, she she came in. I, did, I, I had to remember where I was because when she came in there, she was. Ooh, she, was <laughs> she was killing. She was she hurting. She had on this nice little plaid um, pencil skirt, pencil, uh, pencil skirt, and her hair. She she used to have short hair, and she used to do like the little part, but it was like a sexy part. Like it was. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. She. I was like, ooh, wee, I'm gonna get some black for this because to be to be real with you, I had I had been married before. Okay. Um, and so this was this was the first time that I brought somebody, brought to, somebody church. to church. Yeah. That, since that situation, so. I, I, shoot, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you think you'll get some flat for it? Oh, of course, absolutely. But yeah, well, you didn't hear nothing, did you? Nah. <laughs> nah you just, you, dudes was like, that's you? All yeah, right, they right. was like, like oh, wow, I, I see y'all. You know, you brought somebody. Of course, people are nosy. Yeah, they yeah. They don't know who she is and <laughs> you know, what's going on here and all that. So were you involved in ministry there? I was. I was. Um, actually, really Probably before I moved away, I was like, um, I was an usher, yeah. and I would do stuff with the young adults and stuff like that. Good. Um, so I was doing things like that, but, you know, I kind of fell off with that. Um, but, yeah, I was I was pretty active. I knew a lot of people. So that's why people would would notice that you brought yeah, a woman to church. Absolutely. Because they're looking like, okay, Brendan. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. mm -hmm. yeah. How long were you married the first time? Uh, just under two years. Under two years. Mm -hmm. What makes this relationship <laughs> different? To be honest with you, um, I'm a lot more mature. Good. I think the I think the first marriage is really when I learned how to become a man, um, because in that situation, I had never had to compromise and sacrifice and die to self as much as I had in that relationship. Yeah. And so I really think going through that experience and, 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 and living through that and living it out and it's just continuing to have people in my corner like older men as for mentors and stuff like that. Yes. That really helped me grow into this, you know, this relationship. And I just feel like now it's just kind of continuing to build on that. Um, and but, yeah, I, I just the maturity. It was this funny video that I saw uh, where they asked what was an awkward <laughs> dating experience that y'all had and that experience that that she took the reins and told that story oh, was how you introduced her mm -hmm. at the beautiful state fair of texas yeah. uh what happened in that situation oh destiny and how long had y'all been dating how long had y'all been dating <laughs> right. at that point but yeah okay yeah. we had been dating for about three months three or four months you want to make sure that's accurate look at it okay about so three or four months um, about a month and a half it was not. <laughs> so so we connected in September. The fair was in October. Yeah. So it was about a month, a month and a half. Well, it felt like three months. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like three months. And um, so I went into the restroom just to take a little break from the fair. And I come out and Brandon and our group of friends that we were with, he's talking with a lady friend that he, I think he used to go to work with her or something like yeah. that. 
So I walk out the bathroom and he goes, oh, yeah, this is my homegirl destiny. I'm well, like, homegirl? We brothers get in trouble with that all the time. Like, sir, you just made, you just ate a hot-cooked meal. <laughs> and I'm homegirl? And you have your little duffel bag over at the house? Like, what is this? What are we What are we doing? Like, immediately that night, I was like, we got to figure this out. Like, what are we doing? That's good, though. See, I believe that those are great moments of, and opportunities. Those are opportunities that actually unpack what are we. Mm-hmm. We always hate those moments when we have to ask, what are we? I saw a meme that says, if you ever have to ask a man what, you know, what, what y'all are, then that's the wrong situation. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's an opportunity for a conversation. Instead right. of assuming some stuff, just have a conversation. Let's be mature adults and let's talk about it. And what did you say in that moment, old Brandon? Well, so when it ended up happening was, I was like, I didn't, I was like, we weren't, we didn't have any title, right? You're right. So it was like. I didn't, I, you know, people were saying lady introduced as lady friend. That's just corny. To me. <laughs> lady friend. This, this is, is my lady friend. friend. So like the old folks be saying. Special friend. That's, that's, that's corny. Destiny. Friend with benefits. So they say right, that. that's what he, that's what you might as well say. Now, if I had to do it all over again, I would say, hey, this is destiny. Just destiny. say the name. Yeah. So I learned that someone told me that they're like, just say the name and you can get away from it. I was like, okay, well, that's better. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Well, don't yeah. give no title. Don't give no adjective. Don't give no <laughs> adverb. Don't give nothing. <laughs> just yeah. say the name. So that night, um, I, after that, she was upset. Um, and I didn't know why. I didn't even know why she was upset. We went back to her house. I'm like, man, what is wrong with you? And you introduced me as your friend and I'm done with this. I'm not about to be playing them games. And in my mind, I'm like. Playing house. Games? Wait, at our big old age. In my, in my, in my, in my mind, I'm like, wait, what just happened here? What just, because I literally didn't know why she was upset. I know. I'm like, man, we be so oblivious. It'd be like, like, what? So anyway, I said, you know, I like you. I, I saw, so we, so we made it official that night. Cause I was like, you know what? I, <laughs> I was like, I ain't got time. I was like, I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke. <laughs> I don't want no smoke. So we made it official. And uh, the next day, you know, she texted me. She's like, oh, I'm so happy we're together. And all this. <laughs> and I, like, nothing happened. Like, she wasn't just mad last night. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll see what's going on here. That's what you want. She said, I'm so happy we're together. Oh, we're going to name our kids. This like, oh, wow, this is, this is going fast. Yes. Right. right. No, about- it just literally flipped. So, um, but, yeah, she she... Yeah, she put the pressure on me, but it wasn't a it wasn't a bad pressure. It was a pressure of okay, you know what? You are staying at her house. She is cooking for you. I y'all are going hanging out and stuff like that. Like, what's up? So, hmm. so what happens is it's interesting because guys, we we do that all the time. Like Brandon didn't do something that was uncommon. Like that's. I, I I've always lived my life in that gray area. Yeah, you know where it's like. But I'm, I'm so real. I'll tell a woman straight up. Like, I'm I'm known for just being straight up transparent. I'm like, listen, we ain't in a relationship. What we do is what we do. And and go date whoever you want to date. I'm going to date whoever I want to date. And if it's meant for us to be together, we'll be together. Uh, and give women the opportunity to make that decision. But sometimes when you're uh, moving probably the way y'all were moving, where y'all weren't seeing, you weren't seeing nobody else was your destiny. I don't want right, to get you in no. trouble. Mm-hmm. And you weren't seeing nobody else was it. I don't want wow, you to get you in trouble. Wow. So, all right. So, uh, I want y'all falling out. So, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> 
supposed to be laughing. Now getting, hold on, so you still seeing that dude? Wait no. a minute. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, cut, hey, cut this. Cut this, cut hey. this. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. And so y'all are only seeing each other exclusively. And then it's like, so what are we doing in that moment? If I'm the only one you're seeing, then why can't we make this official? My question to unpack it a little further, what made you not make it official before that moment? Mm. Yeah, good question. <laughs> Does nobody ask you? <laughs> you know what? I don't. I don't even. I don't have a. I don't it have just wasn't even thinking about her. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about. See, it. and that's what that was but my fear. I feel like sometimes men, we if do. you don't make it plain, they'll just keep stringing you along. <laughs> For years and years and years, and then you look up, and ten years later, and you still ain't got no ring. You still, you know what I mean. And sometimes that happens if they don't see you as the wife. True. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you this: What did you see her as when you first said, "I want to get a phone number"? You said this time I'm not gonna let her pass me by. What were you not wanting to pass you by? Was it an opportunity to? Just data, opportunity to smash. What, what, what did you no, not want to no, pass it, by? It was, you know, what's funny. Um, I when I saw her, I was like, oh, she's somebody I could get to know, right? Um, and that's really what what the mindset was. Um, I wasn't thinking like five or six steps ahead. Yeah, I was just thinking in the, the moment, moment, like, wow, she got this positive. And I mean, I think when I ran into her, she was smiling and laughing. And that's what really attracted yes. me to her. She had that vibe and that energy that just kind of like took over. Yeah. Me. And so I was like, man, I know she could be somebody that I could just <laughs> kick it with and have a fun time with. Be a homegirl. Well, uh, <laughs> see, see, she ain't going to let me lay that down. That's going to follow y'all until, yeah, until y'all 80 years old and be yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. still your homegirl. I'm over here cleaning up after you. Yeah. But that's the truth, though. And so how important was that, that moment? Because that's that's, he's saying something that's very profound. Because he said, this is somebody I want to get to know. This is somebody I can enjoy being with. Mm-hmm. I always find that when women complain that their men aren't speaking to them, he just don't talk. He just don't like you like that. And he don't trust you enough to talk to you. Because men, I always say, men don't ever complain to each other about, Brandon, you don't talk to me enough. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like he will right. never hear me. Brandon, you, you just need to open up more and talk to me. <laughs> we don't do that. We'll talk about anything with each other. Why? It's because it's a safe space for us to share. Um, and so for him to say, I saw her as somebody I can enjoy being around, especially someone that came out of a marriage before and said, this is somebody I can enjoy being around. Uh, why was that important? I mean, that is the number one thing for me. Like in my in my single stage, that's what the number one thing I was looking for. Because at the end of the day, like no matter how long you've been married or whatever your status is, you have to be friends first. Yes. And if you're not friends with that person, it won't last. At all. It won't last. You'll just be going through the motions and stuff. So what was important to me is I am a naturally goofy dude. Uh, I'm an extrovert. Yeah. Um, I like to laugh. I like to joke. And you don't necessarily have to be at the level that I am because I'm at a high level. Like, <laughs> I'm going to just keep it a thousand with you. I'm at a high level. But like, you need to be you need to be somewhat matching c- close to come close to matching me because I can't I can't carry the I can't carry the relationship. You know, you know, what's interesting about that. I assumed that she was the fun, silly one, and she made you become that based in in your oh, marriage. No. Uh-uh. no, 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 no. I was, I, 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 
She 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 was she's silly too, but she's definitely not on my level. <laughs> like I just I don't know. I'm just I'm just high on life, man. That's good. You know, I feel like we got one life to live. Yes. And we don't like we just don't know when God is gonna be like, all right, it's time for you yeah. to come on home. Yeah. So I just try to live every life every day to the fullest and And you always been like that? Very, yeah. I was a class clown in high school. I was I was an extrovert. I could walk into a party and command the room, and yeah. I was just—I'm always been that. Not to toot my own horn. So no, no, but but you've never been like the suave dude to try yeah. to be all cool. You was the one that's like, I don't care. We finna laugh and we act. We finna laugh today. We gonna laugh today. <laughs> we gonna roast each other today. We gonna <laughs> we gonna laugh. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Breaking down stigmas because at the end of the day, you grew up in the shy, so it's like typically, you know, that's that's. You, you got to be hard. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And you yep. said, no, nah, I'm going to laugh. We're going to have fun. We ain't got to, you know, take stuff so seriously. Yeah. Um, how important was that personality type for you to have somebody you could laugh with? Um, Very, because I do laugh and smile like all day. So yeah. I definitely needed that. And I think that's why. I'm push this a little closer. Keep mm -hmm. talking. Okay. I know it's this, this, this yeah. beautiful plaque right here. <laughs> This uh, this hundred thousand plaque. Congrats yes. on that! <laughs> I was telling him that's a milestone, so you got to celebrate that. That is a that's mm -hmm. big. Congrats to you for that. I'm so excited. In front of me is the coveted YouTube plaque for hitting hundred K subscribers, and I want to thank you for making this possible. Let's unbox this thing. Do you remember your first subscriber, your 100th or your 1000th subscriber? Chances are you do. And we know that you'll definitely remember your 100,000th subscriber. Your fans may have found you while searching YouTube, learned about you through a friend or blah, 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 blah. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But this. Thank you to all of you who have been rocking with me. We launched the Dear Future Wifey podcast on YouTube April the 15th, 2020. And man, it's been an amazing journey. Hey, this wouldn't be official if I didn't end like this. Are you still shacking up with us? If you're still shacking up with us, come on, make a commitment. Hit that subscription button and subscribe. Thank y'all so much. They got a half a million. Um, you know. See, you, so. yeah, I, no, no, you got a half a million. You, you no, but you got a half a million, man. I, cause listen, when I when I hit a uh, hundred thousand, I said I have no more goals. Cause I, I didn't want to, you know, you be stressing out when you, you know, you're like, I need to get this. Oh, I got ninety thousand. I need this. And I started finding myself chasing a hundred K. And then when I hit it, I was like, I got a hundred K. Right. And then it was like, oh. And then I said, I'm not going to fight the the spirit of now reach a million because it's crazy because it's 10 times as challenging to hit a million. And I was like, I'm good, God. Thank you. Do what you do. Go ahead and keep exp uh, expanding the brand. And whoever else you get is just is just gravy and bonus. Uh, and then what was so crazy, because after I because uh, I just saw you on Instagram and then I said, I need, they probably need to get a YouTube channel. And I went to YouTube. I said, these jokers got half a million on I said, Lord Jesus. I said, oh, God. And I said, don't compare. Don't do that. Yeah. And I said, they got a that half a million. That's the thief of joy. That is the thief. Yeah. Please do not compare. And that's the thing, because when we hit 100, we were, like, so excited and everything. But 
before we look up it within a couple of months like it just Start like you just don't know so it's all. like god will literally take you so much further than you will even like even we look at the numbers and we're like what like yeah. it doesn't even make mind. sense <laughs> yeah like this, this this many people looking at me mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and sometimes it can be a little nervous we're gonna talk about that too um where did we stop i was asking your question what was that question oh, oh. the question was how important was that yeah that laughter to be able to enjoy for him to be a clown um just i mean just very it was definitely like i didn't want some uptight guy yeah. that just we had to just be just awkward all day yeah. and like Brandon and I we roast each other all day we clown all day we laugh it's just fun like our friends will tell you even when we meet some of our supporters <laughs> out you know when we're out and about and we're with our friends they're like man they're like this all the time and <laughs> y'all just get to have y'all don't even know like yeah. yeah so it was very important for me well because sometimes you see people that are uh on social media they are pretending for oh, those moments. Mm -hmm. You just get in the snapshot, and they like, let's do this real quick, and then they don't even talk to each other. They go but separate, go to each other's, you know, spaces or whatever, and you know that. But to know that y'all authentically who we see yeah. is, um, and that's what I noticed too. I, I kept saying, "Am I being deceived?" Because I feel like this is genuine, but they might have tricked me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a director by trade. I tour national plays as a national playwright, director, and producer, so I can sense whether something is authentic or not. Mm -hmm. right. And so I was like, "Am I rusty?" Oh, they <laughs> they catch me off guard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, "God, I kind of feel like." Cause I was like, why would a dude act like like a black man act like that? <laughs> right. his, his wife ain't gonna make him act like that, you know. And I was like, oh, well, maybe. So that's why I want to ask y'all. So for the record, that's a hundred percent. No, it's a hundred. It's what you see is what you get. I mean, I'm I tell I'm high on life, man. So I mean, like I said, turn on the camera just made me even like <laughs> I'm like, oh crap, I get to do this. I get to do this and and, and be in front of people doing this. Yeah. Bet, sign me up. Yeah, the class just got bigger, huh? Man, the class just got bigger. Right. Yeah. 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 Like the class got bigger. Yeah. So who was the first person that initiated let's do this on social media? It was actually uh collaborative yeah, like yeah. joint because we initially before COVID we wanted it to be about traveling. We were heavy, heavy, heavy around the world, like you know, and COVID just, of course, stopped it all. And that's when we kind of, well, we got engaged. And that video is what went viral. And then we just started tapping into, like, couples content. And it, I really don't even know, like, how that part of it happened. It just kind of <laughs> happened. Yeah, it was, it was, we, uh, I know on YouTube, um, we saw people vlogging. And so we were like, we went on a cabin trip. We were like, let's just vlog this cabin trip. We didn't have a camera or nothing. It was just her iPhone. Yeah. And we vlogged the whole cabin trip on the iPhone, uploaded it to YouTube, and it did pretty well. And we were like, all right, maybe this is something we can do. And she started a, she started a TikTok originally with her. And mm -hmm. about maybe. So y'all started on TikTok pretty much. Y'all did YouTube a little bit. But then y'all yes. yeah. first blew up on TikTok? Yes. Yes, that was the first viral video, which that was, was um, the engagement when we got, when he proposed. How many views did that get? <clears throat> It was posted by the shade. Oh, millions! Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so what made them pick it up? What was what was what? I didn't see that video. I think was, because it had so many millions on um, TikTok. What about the video? What did y'all do in the video? What was special about the engagement? Honestly, Personally, I don't know. We, <laughs> we were at a restaurant. What and, was uh, funny is he was saying how he felt like 
man, I don't know if I did enough. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, he felt like it was like kind of basic because yeah. he. I mean, they just did the like they brought out the plate and it was like a sparkling situation a with the smoke yeah. and the ring was in the center. And I don't know, people were commenting on anywhere from my dress to the ring to the smoke and Brandon's. I mean, it was just all over the place with compliments. So we don't know what was so special about what it. What year was that? Um, 20, uh, 2020. 20. So 2020. during COVID. Yeah. Was yeah. it before COVID or during COVID? It was during. Yeah. Yeah, it was during COVID. June. It was on yeah. her birthday. On my birthday, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Actually, yeah. it was the same day we filmed our, um, we filmed our YouTube intro. Yeah. And then after we filmed the YouTube intro, we went to the restaurant to eat with a couple of friends and that's when it happened. All right. So we're going to take a couple of steps back. Okay. Y'all dated how long before? Because I love how the engagement came and how the wedding came about. Okay. Y'all dated how long before you said, before you asked her to be your wife? So we got, we got official in October of 2018. That was a fair night of the fair. The fair be coming up again. Y'all need to go man. celebrate that again. So I would say um, a year and about seven months. A year and seven months. Yeah. At what point in that year and seven months did you say, because I always say, no, nah, I ain't going to put words in your mouth. At what point in that year and seven months did you know that she was the one you wanted to marry? To be honest with you, it was probably, I don't even think it was a year. Um, but... At the, at the time, you know, there were some things I needed to get right, right. And, and be more stable and stuff like that. And I think I had already asked her mom, um, hey, look, I'm, I'm about to do this. And then I knew there was a certain ring that she wanted. And so um, just kind of putting all those things into place. Um, and then I you know, finally did it. So if you put a timeline, <clears throat> you said um, it wasn't even a year. How long do you think it took you to recognize that this was your wife? Three months, five months, six months, eight months. I'll probably say maybe like within the six to eight month range. I always say that wow. a man knows that a woman is going, that that's the one within the first six months. Wow. And see, I, I've i said with, I, I said, okay, I've said probably within a year, but she, I mean. You just said six to eight months. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't take three or four years. <laughs> it doesn't. Like it doesn't, it, it, I'm sorry. And this, and this is not a knock for, to men who yeah. wait that long, but. It does. It should be. It just doesn't take three or four years for you to know. I mean, you're doing everything with her. Um, um, you getting married to her. What is that going to change? You know. So, I personally think within a year you should know. So what? 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 What about her? Did you say? Listen, I've done this before. I'm willing to put my heart out there and do this again, and I'm gonna do this with destiny. Man, I just, I just, I started trusting her. She was. <laughs> She was. That's the word. No, like what that means. Like, no, I'm gonna was, tell you what that means. She was authentic, man. Like she was. Uh, again, it, uh, overlook the facts and and the positive energy. A positive energy is a, that's a huge. Yeah. That was huge, but it was just like, man, like she, she, nothing really got to her. Like she would take a situation and she would just like, you know what? What's the positivity in this? Really. No, like for real. Yeah. And she's still like that to this day. Like I'll get, like there's times where I get flustered. I'm not even going to lie to you. I get flustered. And she's, Libra gang. <laughs> you said what? Libra gang. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Libra. <laughs> and she'll be like, it's okay. Relax, calm down. And I'll be mad. Like, I'm like, why are you not mad? Like, you need to get mad like me. 
<laughs> but I but but I have to step back and realize that's what attracted me to her. Like yeah. the fact that she is one of the most positive people that I know. So it was that coupled with the fact that like she was cooking for me. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, she can throw down. Brad, Brad, you know? Brad, I, I take it that she can cook, huh? She can throw down. She can throw down. She can throw down. Because he keep going back to y'all keep right. talking about cooking this food. Yeah, and and you know, COVID, COVID really gave us an opportunity to really just bond with each other because we had to. We were quarantining. We were in a we were in yeah. an apartment with each other, and we were like, dang, why we we. Like we weren't arguing that much, we weren't getting into it. We were like, it's kind of weird. Like we <laughs> it's too enjoy being around each other. <laughs> Something wrong with this. Yeah. I actually like you. Like why? Why don't? Why don't I not need me time? <laughs> I'm serious. <Yeah. laughs> it was literally like, why am I not trying to get away with the guys? It, I just <laughs> no, that's no, that's funny. Like, that is for so real, funny. It's, it's, why? It's, why am I not trying to get away from you? <laughs> Yeah. Something wrong with this. Because I'm actually like being around you. I got to figure this out. I need therapy. You're right, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's when I knew and realized, oh, and I, I think I think what brought it home for me, and I'll tell you this is the last thing. Um, I had got COVID when it first dropped. Um, so COVID came out about February of 2020. I think I got it around like March or April. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you this woman was by my side the whole time. She cooked for me, she made sure I had my meds. She took me to the ER um, when I didn't want to get up and walk around. She's like, no, you need to, you need some strength. You need some energy. Get up. I mean, she took care of me. Hmm. So you got a chance to experience the sickness and in health early on, mm. man. Right. Yes. Mm. And so after that happened, I was like, yup, it's time <laughs> for real. It's time. Cause most, well, you know, you dating somebody, you get COVID most, People be like, oh, well, see you when you get healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so for her, it was the total opposite. That like is she was beautiful. in the trenches with me. Did you know that that meant as much as it did to him? I didn't. I really didn't. I just wanted to, I just wanted him to be him again. You weren't afraid of getting COVID? You know what? I don't know. I don't, I was, but then again, it was like, I want to take huh? care of you. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like we'll be all right. We we just got each other. That's all we have out here. So, how do you feel about him saying how positive and how how much of a light you are to him? It makes me feel good. He tells me that quite often, and I guess I just don't notice it because it's just who I naturally right. am. But um, it definitely makes me feel good because um, I feel like people need that. You know. You know, one of the most powerful things he said about you, and you mm. probably didn't even understand it from a male what do you think that was the trust yes it's trust when a man trusts you i, I did an episode that says what what is greater to uh, greater than love to me and women started arguing with me now the bible said love is the most important you ain't gonna tell me what's most important to me you know what i'm saying i said what's most important to me is trust yeah because i could love you and divorce you mm -hmm. i loved a woman and divorced her Trust is a different level. Trust is where you are 100% vulnerable. When you trust somebody, it's even when I make a mistake, I trust that when I even tell you the mistake, you're not going to weaponize the mistake against me and even hurt me more. Because for a man to be trusting of someone, it's like literally saying, I don't need no weapons. 
that I can come before you. I don't need no gun. I don't need no knife. I don't need nothing. And here we are, just me and you. And men, we're so guarded in, in the world that even oftentimes when we're um, in front of other guys, we, you know, like, you know, we measure each other up and be like, man, how, does this dude really for me, against me? What, is he looking at my woman? Is he, this? like, all this stuff, we just guard it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And And when a guy says, no, I trust you, then he's saying that, Everything I got is yours. Everything I am is yours. And when he can say who I am is yours, that means that he is 100% vulnerable in your arms. Mm -hmm. And if you hurt him in that state, it's hard for him to recover from. Oh, it's hard. It's hard. So that's why I say it's really important. A lot of times women want men to say, why don't you tell me you love me? Just say, tell me you love me. You ain't telling me you love me today. That sounds great for y'all. But if a man says, I trust you, you'd be like, big. Wow. And I just want to make sure that that hit and you understood what that meant. And that was, yeah. uh, like you said, that was huge for me because it was like, it took me, it took me a while to get to that point because I knew that there were certain things that I was um, bottling inside. Which yep. is I had healed from my first previous marriage, but I wasn't ready to let her in on that. Right. You know? And so there will be, there will be times where she would ask me, Hey, you know, what was your first wife? Like how, would, you know, and I would be like, I wouldn't tell her nothing. <laughs> you wouldn't say nothing? Yeah, I don't say nothing. How would you respond? How did I respond? Destiny, ask yeah, him right now. Like, ask him. I want to hear how he normally respond. <laughs> ask him. Say, what was your first wife what like? What was your first wife like? I mean, it was cool. <laughs> I swear that was what was in my it head. It was cool. I swear I, I knew it. Because I didn't I didn't want to bring that into this situation. But I, I from her standpoint, she was just trying to, I mean, she was. she's a woman. Yeah. You know, they, they just want to know, like, what it was like. See if they if they're any way similar or whatever the case may be. They they have their reasons. But well, what was mean, your reason? What was your reason? I was gonna say, see, that wasn't exactly. the reason. Okay. What it was was more so. I'd never been married before. There it okay. is. And I just wanted to kind of like explore that side of you. Like, what was it like? What did you guys do? Were you guys friends? Did y'all go places? Did y'all like what? Like what? What? How? What does marriage look like? It was cool. You know? (laughs) (laughs) See? It was cool. And she would get mad. Like, okay, can you expand on that? Like, Because it'd be like, I don't want you in my business. Or that's none of your business. I don't want to talk about that. And I'm like, I don't want to be in your business. I just want to know what marriage looks like. You know? It's hilarious. Because I understand the intent of why you asked it. And, but... The funny thing about it is that could go real wrong if you don't have True. a pure heart like you have. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if he starts saying all some great stuff and like, man, you'd be like, well, dang, you need to be with her then. Yes. You'd be like, well, dang. Facts. <laughs> you, Facts. I don't know why you I don't know why you ain't together anymore. Say like you still want her. I'd be like, I, I didn't even want to talk about it. I didn't it. want to talk about it. And that, but that was another can of worms I just didn't want to. I didn't want no comparisons or nothing. Yeah. So I'd just be like, it was cool. And, but finally, I think it took a while, but finally I started kind of opening up. That's good but yeah she was she was heated man (laughs) it was cool so why was it why did you decide to open up this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, what would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you take up a new hobby, catch up on some sleep, complete reading the book you've never had time to finish but always promised that you would? Did you know the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is by knowing what's important to you and making it a priority? 
Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I couldn't have become the person I am today without therapy, to be honest with you. My vulnerability and transparency were cultivated in therapy, and it served as a foundation in which the beloved Dear Future Wifey podcast was built. Now, as you know, relationships of all kinds are important to me. Therapy helps with learning positive coping skills, managing expectations of myself and others, and most importantly, establishing healthy boundaries. Oh, boy, life is stressful, ain't it? Now, therapy is the safe space to recalibrate and recenter. Now, can I be transparent with you? Since the inception of this podcast, I've always wanted to do this right here for better help. Why? Because so many of you reach out to me seeking referrals for therapy services after each episode. My heart has been overwhelmed by the outpouring of you desiring help to show up better in life. And guess what? I believe the world is a better place with better help. It's entirely online, too. Designed to fit your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Wifey today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Wifey. Because I, because I knew that she wanted to know. Um, I was like, man, I, I don't, you know, at the end of the day, like... Okay, I'm in a good space now. I can do it, and I knew it it it, it would bother her if I didn't open up. It's, yeah. it's bigger than me just talking about the marriage. She wants to know that I can be vulnerable and open up to her. So I looked at it as like, okay, this is a bigger fish to fry than just telling her about this situation. So finally, I was like, all right, when you know when she started asking me stuff, I would just tell her because um, I ain't want no smoke no more. Number one, <laughs> and number two, I just knew it was something bigger. So, Destiny, what made him so different from the guys you dated in the past? Have you ever been close to marriage or been engaged before in the past? I was I was engaged before. Um, and that actually ended three months before we were set to get married. Um, he actually was killed in a motorcycle accident. Oh, my God. So, um, and that was my high school sweetheart. We had been together seven and a half years. So, it was, it was big. It was major. It changed my whole entire being yeah i can imagine. you know so um they're actually quite similar guys like class clowns crazy laughs smile, you know so it, there were a lot of similarities there and like i said like he was a great guy so it wasn't that um there was anything negative to kind of get with some to get with someone yeah. else you know it was just like Finding someone that I could love, that I could trust, that I can laugh with, have a good time. Someone who would listen to me talk about something like that. Yeah. Because it was also a part of my healing. Yes. And Brandon was that, you know. Oh, that's good. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Brandon. <laughs> yes, sir. Why was it important for you to be able to hear her talk about another guy? And not let it affect you? Um... To be honest with you, I, I was I don't I don't know, man. I don't know why it didn't affect me. And I and I I think maybe because of the way the situation played out. Like, I mean, you know, he he passed and right. I just felt like I needed to be more of a support system in that moment for her than being like, Okay, why are you talking about this guy? I think it would have been real cruel and evil yeah. to um be selfish and be like, Okay, well, you know, he's not here no more. I'm, you know, what I mean? yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So I would have never um, had the the mentality to do that. It was always going to be 
look, I'm here to help you heal from this situation. Good. I'm going to be your support for it. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm here. Um, me and you going to do life together. Um, he's a part of the, you know, he's a part of your past, and I'm going to help you get through that. But, um, yeah, whenever you're ready to move forward, just, I mean, that's that's kind of what my mindset was. I never got jealous or envious or had a selfish bone in my body over that. What I think is so beautiful that God did in this moment is y'all both. She was asking you to talk about divorce is a death. She was asking you to talk about the death of your marriage. And she experienced a physical death of a loved one. And y'all had to come together and heal from those experiences uh, to talk about it, to quote unquote, memorialize those moments in your life so that God could give birth to the resurrection of y'all's love. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so beautiful about it. And that's what I'm hearing is like, y'all had to have those conversations. Cause if you never have those conversations, those conversations are going to be had. It's just going to be had with you talking to your homeboys about it or she talking mm -hmm. to a homegirl about it. But I can never talk to Brandon about this because he's going to be like, oh, he may get jealous because I'm still talking about this. And But when y'all come together and actually have those realistic conversations that um, that are necessary, it's 100% necessary, then that's why y'all are able to come closer and closer and closer together and experience oneness. Um you proposed to her how many months after dating her? Uh, it would have been about a year and seven months. After a year and seven months. And then you got married to her. How quickly later. after that? Literally, um, her birthday is June 12th. I'm sorry. Yeah, June 12th. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, wait, wait, hold on. And then we got, and we got married on July 11th. So the next month, not even 30 days. Why? I just, I, I was, I, you know what? I didn't want a big wedding and it was COVID anyway. So it wasn't going to happen, which actually was perfect because yeah. I didn't have to break any hearts. So I was yeah. just like, Hey, the pastor said only 10 people. <laughs> I'm sorry. My mom and my sisters and his mom got to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it just was perfect. Like it was, it was a great time. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to do it for some reason. What made you accept his proposal? See, we always talk about the proposal being like the man is, yeah, he's the initiator, but he asked a question in that moment, will you marry me? And we never talk about the response of the woman because I've seen some people get their hearts broken on social media. Propose. I'm like, how did you not see that? How would you ever propose to somebody that you <laughs> wasn't sure talk. enough that's going to say yes? Like, right. I just don't understand that. Right. So what made you say yes to Brandon over here? Um, you know what? We were just aligned. Like we knew that that was what we both wanted. Um, we knew that that was the direction we were heading. That was the goal. Um, and those were pri like previous conversations that we talked to. Like we, we spoke about it. You know, I didn't know. Oh, y'all had conversations about marriage. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How early on into the relationship did y'all talk about? She was probably, I mean, it was <laughs> four, six months. Yeah. I mean, maybe was... like, yeah, maybe like four. Four to six Four months. Four to six months, we were talking about it. Yeah. Um, actually, what's crazy is is that um, I took her on a trip. <clears throat> we had we had got uh, together in October, and that February, we went on a trip to Barbados. I took her on a trip to Barbados four months after talking. Y'all be kicking it, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, man, we, yeah. He said four months in, we going to Barbados. And she was like... <laughs> Wait, what? I, I know she was, I, I know she was like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah, come to Barbados with me. And so, 
Um, <laughs> I was traveling with a travel group I'm in, um, and we they do trips every year. And, you know, most of the time when I went on those trips, I was a single guy. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I'm going to have her come with me. And so it could just, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I really just experience, like, because a major thing for me is traveling. So now I need to know if I could travel with you. I just had a conversation with somebody the other day. I said, you can tell if you if y'all gonna make it or break it if y'all go on a trip together, because y'all could be arguing the whole trip or having a lot of fun the whole trip. And we had a lot of fun. I was she was she she actually tapped into her daredevil side because of me and Oh really? Uh, oh yeah. What was that like? What did you do? Uh he picked me up and threw me in well, he so jumped with you. he jumped, jumped with, with me yeah. in the middle of the ocean. And I was telling her to trust me. Mm. But I felt like a shark was right behind me. <laughs> I felt it. You felt it? You I felt, felt it. He was there. But he had the whole boat pumping. The, I was like, oh, Lord. Everybody's staring at us. Yeah, Just take me. Yeah, we about to do oh, this. Oh, God. And you did it. And she did it, man. Mm. And that's the, the she, she's not the daredevil type I am. But she, yeah. so for her to do that, that was major to me. Because it's like, man, she really is rocking with me. So why did you do it, Destiny? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> What? To this day, I have no idea. Sorry, it must know. have been. It was the. It was the whole boat know. staring, like the boat, cheering, I, I, and yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god!" You didn't want to be no punk. Uh-uh. I didn't. And you definitely can't be a punk next to me, because you know a lot of people know me on this, on this, in this yeah. power group. So you definitely can't be no punk. It was horrible. Now, I felt the shark. Like I literally. You just knew it. It was there. Yeah. It said no picture. No picture had a shark in it, but you just knew it was there. So answer this real quick. What did people say? So these are the people you brought into your world. What did other people say about her? Because I'm telling you, people talk about your your choice uh, when the choice ain't around. What were they saying about her? So my closest friends? Yeah. Um, it's funny. So Isaac, Isaac met her for the first. Isaac is like uh, a brother of mine. Yeah. Um, we're real close with him and his family. Um, so um, he was like, man, she didn't make a good first impression. <laughs> Why? What, what, what happened? He well, took me somewhere and we had drinks. Oh, you got and all I drunk. was not a drinker. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, she was. I mean, she was a little buzzed. I'm not. She wasn't like lit with or nothing. But like I'm that. not a drinker. She was so just a little was. buzzed. And, and so, um, she, you know, she met my boys Justin and Isaac, and um, Isaac was like, man. He, he kind of said it in a joking way, but he was like, man, he was she worried. He was like, she didn't make a good first impression. I'm like, oh, snap. He says that to this day. And he's like, sis, I'm so glad <laughs> did you, you, that you made it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're very like, like they're going to give me their opinions. Right. Like, yeah. They're very, you know, open to opinions. So uh, after that, um, other than that, like my friends loved her. My mom, she loved her um, from the jump. Um, I mean, they just took a liking to her. I think they saw how happy I was. Yes. And I hadn't been happy like that in a long time. And so they just saw the effect that she was having on yes. me. Yes. Like, like, my lifestyle was just like, boom, it just changed. I, when I flipped that switch and I met her, I literally went from, like, zero to 100. Like, I was, I was a totally different B. You know mm. what I mean? And so they saw that. They saw the impact that she was having, which made them be like, okay, I can rock with her. Destiny, what your friends say about him? Oh, they loved him immediately. Then, uh, initially, at the very initially. jump. Oh, yeah. Because he's so inviting and he's 
he's you know he's very like personable and it's a fun time every time Brandon is around like it's gonna be fun it's gonna be laughing and they've always experienced that from day one with him so yeah that it was all positivity from my people is it important for what you know your friend's opinion yes. is that important for you absolutely because I only have like a handful close to me so um yeah, it was very important. So if you liked them a whole lot and they didn't, would that make you make a decision on not liking them? <laughs> it would definitely, it would, it would have some strong weight. I'll say that for sure. Yeah, it would have some, it will hold some strong weight. So I don't know if it would completely, but then they know me so well. You know, I feel like, feel like they're seeing they, something that you don't see. Exactly. You feel like you so, just caught up. Mm -hmm. And they've always been right. So, you know. And your family, he says, "Mama loves you a lot." What did your family think about him? Oh my gosh, they love him. They're upset. They love. Brand they love them some Brandon. Like it's always Brandon side. You <laughs> know, I mean, like let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> my mom calls him. They talk all the time, and they're best friends. Like it's it's yeah. What does that mean to you it's to family. see your mom really love your the one that you love? It means everything because my mom is my bestie like that's my girl so for her to love him is like okay and mom's like always right like always right even when I look back when I was so childish and immature and maybe I thought a friend was yeah. a friend that wasn't you know like she's always been right and she's been right from the jump and she will put me in my place so that I'm being a good woman to this guy so what is the age difference between y'all seven, seven years, years. And um, I, when I first reached out to you, you made a comment about how you thought that a seven-year difference was he was too old. I did. But, really? But going back to what I said, I'd only had that one serious relationship. And oh, okay. that high school sweetheart, we were the same, same age. age. Yeah. So anything outside of my age, I thought was like older. Yeah, because most women are preferring guys older, period. Like I talk to women and they going from 10 plus years older because they say a lot of guys there around their age group is just immature. I, so, I do it. I, I definitely recommend it all the time now. But experiencing it but uh before i was like oh my gosh like he's old seven he's seven years he's two years older than me yeah, like, <laughs> like, did you have did you have a preference during that time of saying that i only want to date a woman this you know this this year this many years younger this many years older did you have any type of preferences i didn't um at first i was like i was kind of like her i was like dang seven years because for me it's like it's not like i'm 28 and she's 21 yeah I, i'm in my 30s yeah and she's in her 30s yeah and so it's like how is that gonna work i was actually saying how's that gonna work from like a conflict standpoint how's it gonna, i was already thinking like how's that gonna work because i have the experience she yeah. doesn't i have you know what i mean and so um initially i had those and then i kind of just got over it. it was like well you know what if, if it's meant to be then all that'll get worked out at some point um it may not happen overnight but at some point, all that <laughs> at some point, at some it. point, it's all it's all gonna get worked out. So, so what makes y'all work? When you look at it, and I'm gonna ask each one, of, you know, both y'all, what makes y'all work, Destiny? What makes what what makes this relationship work? I think that it is the constant prayer, um, and it's the constant communication of what we want now, what we want 
in the future, what we want six months from now, what do our goals look like, what do our dreams look like, you know, where do we see destiny and Brandon? So I think it's the constant communication and like level heading, like you know, yeah. like you know, just getting seeing eye to eye on things and like discussing them yeah. because not only do we are we married, but we also are business partners. Yeah. So there's a lot that has to be discussed. So I think that's what makes us work. Hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, I think I think that what makes us work is I think that we're able to just serve each other. Mm. Um, you know, being in a house with her, uh, we both clean. We both, um, you know, somebody drops something, the other person's there to pick it up. Yes. I don't mean literally. I just mean in all facets. Yes. We are a team. And it's easy to... Uh, be with somebody when you know that they have your best interest at heart, you have their best interest at heart, and we are here to serve each other. It's what God wants us to do anyway. God wants us to serve each other. God wants us to serve others. But I think that the main thing with us is we are here and willing to serve each other. And that's something that's not like, that's not something that is just taught. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can tell somebody all day, Hey, you have to serve your wife, but they got to have the desire and the willingness there it to is. do it. And it's nothing for me to get up and make her coffee. Yeah. And I'm, I know that's something small and No, minute, but, that, but it means huge. a lot. Not because for me. That's huge. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me my coffee. Yeah. 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 Or she'll do it for me. Yeah. She cooks for me. Um, yeah, I don't mind. There you go. That cook again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Desi, you doing something right. But whatever you cooking, this, he just can't let it go. He just... <laughs> You know, she could tell me her shoulders hurt. Oh, it's massage time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like just desire. Like, I'm not even asking. I'm not even going to ask you, well, why do they hurt? And do all this and do all that. <laughs> and be like, well, let me rub your shoulders for you. Yes. So I just, I really, truly believe that it's that. And like she said, it's the vision. We have, we have, we're on social media. We have goals. We're trying to attain goals. And we just want success. Yes. We want the same things. You know what's so important about that is because I saw this video that was going viral where this guy, part of the, I call it the, what's known as the red pill community. And it was funny because the guy was asking this other guy that had called in, uh, do you and your wife have gender roles or, you know, to be like, you cook, you clean, you do this or whatever. And he said, does your wife cook for you every day? He said, no, she works. And the guy was like, what does that do anything? He said, cause she tired. He said, what does that have to do anything? He said, I, uh, I work too and she work and sometimes she tired and she don't cook and sometimes it is what he was like. So y'all don't have gender roles. Y'all don't have roles with, you know, he was like, no. He said, um, how long you been married? And the dude was like 20 years. And I got five kids. And the dude was like, um, well, how does that even work? How does that even work? So you hear this, this single man trying to, trying to argue with the guy that's married to got 20 years and five kids and trying to tell him that he's not running his household right because he doesn't operate under gender roles. And that's what you just said. And he said that we all, we, he said we support each other. Yeah. That if something needs to get done, I do it. And then he said, well, what what if uh, something needs to be put together? Like y'all was assembling something. He said, well, to be honest with you, my wife likes putting stuff together because she's an interior designer. <laughs> 
so she'll build a shelf or whatever. He said, and if it's too big or too whatever, then I may build it or whatever. And the dude was just, he just got so mad and hung up on the dude because he couldn't make his point. I said, that's what marriage is supposed to be is teamwork. And we hear this cliche slogan, teamwork makes the dreams work, but that's really what it is. That you said, we have goals together. This is not just my wife, but this is my business partner. And um, we have to come together and she drops it, I pick it up. I drop it, she picks it up, and it's a team. And so that's what's so beautiful about that. Uh, was that something that you learned after coming out your previous marriage? No, I've always um, I've always had that mentality. Um, I, my mom had me clean up at an early age. I was clean. I was cleaning the bathroom, doing laundry at like 10 and 12 years old. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Were you the only child? I was. Oh, okay. And so, um, you know, she would be like, hey, it's time to clean the bathroom. And, you know, other kids will be outside playing and stuff. Yeah. And I'll be mad because I'm like, man, why well, I got to clean this bathroom? <laughs> but I, I didn't understand it at the time. And it, it just really helped me. And now, yeah. for me, it's like, I don't. I couldn't even fathom, like, clothes sitting in the dryer. And me just sitting there and being like, hey, these clothes ain't going to fold themselves. <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine that. You know what I mean? I, I know it's funny and some people do. But I, I just, because of the way I was raised... That's just not something that I'm, I, I'm just, I don't believe in that. Dustin, how would you respond to that, though? Ooh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it should be like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, seriously. Oh, okay. <laughs> be like, sir. <laughs> he wouldn't be up here talking about my cooking. Because he wouldn't be getting it. <laughs> Man, I just, I couldn't imagine that. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. Oh, the. These dishes need to be washed, okay? So wash them. <laughs> like, you, you just sitting there like, I, I, again, I don't knock. And when I say stuff, I'm not knocking people who have that. I'm just No, it's, just it's fine. You living your truth. Mm -hmm. And yeah. what's so crazy is that I've been attacked in the past by just sharing my truth about saying I don't care about certain things about whatever. And dudes be like, you a simp, you a simp. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I be like. I'm a simp because I don't care. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like you you just emotional. You have fragile masculinity because mm -hmm. if what I feel is right for me offends you, then that's something wrong with you. Because I, I don't never get offended by somebody else's belief what how they live their life. Yeah. You know, I don't look at somebody like, you live your life, that's offensive to me. I don't care. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So that's really important. And so as you look at this thing, what, 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 what is something that you would um, encourage Destiny? You have a lot of. Do you have any single friends? I do. Mm -hmm. What percentage of your friends are single? Uh oh, shoot. Um, all but what would you say? Like all, all but like. Okay, so two two of them are engaged to be married. Okay, yes. and then we have she has one friend that is married. Mm -hmm. And other than that, I think everybody else is single. Single. So maybe like uh, eighty. I don't yeah, know. I, 80%. Yeah. I so when you look at when you look at that percentage, do you feel cuz I I talk I have a lot of female friends and they seem to be so discouraged in these dating streets. Um let me ask you were you ever discouraged? Absolutely. Really? Oh, absolutely. Actually, right before we met, I was like at the lowest. I was like, man, I ain't going nowhere. I, I ain't doing nothing. I'm saying I'm going to go to work, come home. I mean, I was so discouraged. In fact, I wasn't even going to go to that pool party. Mm. I was literally drug out of the house to go. I always hear these stories that somebody yeah. got drug out and that's how they meet their husband. I was drug out. I wasn't going to go either. Why not? Yeah. 
Um, I think I was with Doug and Jonathan, and they decided they wanted to go, but I don't think I was. I don't. I didn't. I don't think I was going. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'll just go, uh, because I, I think what ended up what it was was we knew the people there. Yeah. So had it just been like a random pool party, yeah, you wouldn't, probably have wouldn't have went. But yeah. it was because we had friends that we've been rocking with and on for years there. So we were like, all right, I'm gonna go. And you were you were you were a little hopeless because of what? Just because everyone was, all of my friends around me were married or, or getting married and having kids and just progressing in life. And here I was still in the same depressed space. And I just felt like, man, my time is never going to come. So I was over it. Like I was discouraged. I was, and I was so sick of people saying, uh, when the right time comes, <laughs> yeah. it'll he'll come, and God's gonna bless you. This and God's gonna. I'm like, you know what? Let me just stay at home because I don't want to hear that. <laughs> you know. So did you ever get on dating sites and anything? Nah, that wasn't my thing. I always just saw them as hookup things, yeah, and yeah. I just wasn't into that at all. And so, were you? Were you? Where'd the feeling of hopelessness come? Was it because of the guys that you were meeting just didn't, uh, you didn't find an alignment or guys just wasn't hollering at you at all? Honestly, they weren't hollering at me, but I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't doing (laughs) it. Like I literally would work my overnight job, come home, go to sleep, wake up for a couple of hours and then go back to work. Like I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't socializing. Would you, uh, you go to church? So it wasn't no guys trying to holler at you at the church yeah, parking lot? Yeah, but I was like in and out. head out like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just didn't. Mm-mm. So it just had to be. Uh, God just had to have introduced you to him because you didn't even make yourself available for an introduction period in life. Absolutely. Ooh, glad that happened. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm glad that happened. Yeah. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like to hear how people meet because it's, I said this to myself the other day. I said, it has to be an orchestration by God <laughs> in order for people to literally meet, like 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 to meet with the same level of intentionality. Because you can meet people all the time. And I meet a lot of wives, as I said. I meet a lot of wives, but I don't think I've met my wife. And so it's like, y'all meet, he even met you, wasn't in the headspace. A month later, something about y'all with this 30 days. Because a month later, you got really intentional. And a month later, you got really, really intentional when y'all right? got married. From when y'all got married. So a month later, you literally was like, I'm different. I've changed. I'm a new man. <laughs> I am here to tackle this thing. No. <laughs> no. I am here. As silly as it sounds. That's the truth, man. As silly as it sounds. I, I know it sounds crazy. Like, no, it's real, how do you, though. How do, you, how do you change in a month? And it's like. I literally did because I was already. It's a like I, told you, I was already flipping the switch. So for so if I'm because like you said you didn't want to really go out like that yeah, anyway. If I'm already flipping that switch now, now my headspace is like, all right, where's she at? You know, and that is interesting. And it, it'd be just that <laughs> serious with guys. It's guys that you hear. Uh, I've had friends who have been dating a guy for five, six years, like we talked about. They break up, and within six months, he's married to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, and they be like, how did, what was that? I said, he made a decision. Yep. I said, he literally made a decision, I'm going to get married. And he's like, but why did he do that with me? I said, hey, he didn't see you like that. 
or B, he just wasn't that person at that time. Like it's a lot that can transpire as we see in 30 days where a guy can just be intentional enough to be like, yeah, I'm that dude now. And I think the thing is, I think this is the mistake that people make in thinking they can try to change yeah. somebody. It's like literally you're not going to change them. A light bulb has to go off in his head. Now, yeah. however that light bulb goes off, yeah. that's what it's going to take for him to be like, all right, I'm ready. Yeah. You're not going to force him. If anything, if you try, you're going to drive him more away. Yep. Yep. So that would be my advice to people who think that they can try to change somebody. It's just not going to happen. Not going to work. God don't even force us to change. Yeah. You know, he he says yeah. you got to ask. You know, at the end of the day, we have to be willing to, you know, to go to him. And he says, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. But he ain't going to just be like, Latarius, you're acting a fool. We change. Right. You, just, you just don't do it. <laughs> he right. creates the atmosphere for it. Um, how can people follow y'all? We are Destiny and Brandon on YouTube and TikTok. And um, our IG handles are Destiny Polidor and then Suddeth. Suddeth, S-U-D-D-U-T-H-84. When I think about, because it's, it's, it's interesting when you have this social media influence and you said that it took off from, after y'all hit 100,000, how long did it take for you to hit 500? Oh, we, I remember like it was yesterday because we, we hit, we were celebrating my boy's birthday. It was February 25th of this year of this year. And on his birthday, we're all out celebrating and we hit a hundred thousand and we were so excited. We didn't want to kind of like take away from his birthday, but we were like, we kept looking at the YouTube studio. Like, have we hit it yet? Have we yeah, hit it yet? Like, we over here saying, Happy birthday. Have we hit it yet? Have we hit it yet? <laughs> and so finally we hit it and we were like, Oh, cool. It was like, it was a big thing. Like, yeah. Was like, we getting that plaque. Yeah. Um, and then from there, it just took off. And I, it was so fast. Like, I don't even think we really got to enjoy it as much as we. Because it kept just taking off. It was mm -hmm. taking off from there. So. Yeah, I would say maybe like, well, until that, well, from February until now, I think we're at over 600. Yeah, we're mm -hmm. about like 605 right now. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it just all uh, happened so fast, man. What does that mean to you? Because uh, we hear this term called influencer all the time. Influencer. What does that mean to you? And I'm going to ask each one, both of y'all that. What does being a social media influencer mean to you, Brandon? Personally, I don't like the term influence. Um, I I like where I'd rather be like we're inspiration. Um, just because of the fact that, you know, we're out here trying to promote love we're out here trying to show that people that in a world of with everything that's going on, shootings, COVID, all type of stuff. I mean, this world and society is just like crazy right now. So we're just trying to show people that, hey, this exists. This is real. And you can have fun with your significant other. You can yeah. entertain. We're out here to entertain. Um, but I think the, more, the most important thing is we want to just um, inspire people and I don't know, just be a, just be, I guess, mentors for people, man. Like, I think that's just what we're called to do, you know? It's our purpose is to just really be out here um, just entertaining and inspiring. So I personally think of it as an inspirer versus an influencer. Mm. So. What about you, Destiny? I'm going to try to take what he said. He, he, right. <laughs> you know, that was good. <laughs> no, like. <laughs> um, you know, because I was so much of a, um, I was a consumer of that space so long before I was now considered an influencer. 
So, I mean, you know, to me, it just means being who you are and allowing people to enter a, a, a little part of you that they feel like they can connect and they can look up to or they can take little things from and see how you do them and see if they may able to, may be able to apply that in their life. Um, so just really just influence someone just to kind of just make a, different decisions in life and, you know, just I think that a lot of the times – also, with what Brandon was saying is that a lot of the couples you see, like, on social media and stuff, it, they don't look like us. Right. So, I also think that that's no, what do you mean by can, that? Because people might not know what that means. Like, they don't look like y'all. What do you mean? Well, I mean, it's 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 not like a lot of chocolate and black. So like, call, it, you call, know, it, call it like it I'm, is. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. just, it's yeah. true. It, it, yeah. It's not the norm you 100%. don't really see it all you know so that's the first thing that rihanna uh pointed out she said i love this because it's a beautiful chocolate couple that's yeah. what she said at the i mean when i first told her that uh that i had booked y'all to come on the podcast she was like oh that's a beautiful black couple they <laughs> dark chalk chocolate I, I like that they look good you know what i'm saying and that's important you know yeah. so but you know but but it's funny you say that like the fact that she had that yeah reaction it's like that's how you know it's just not a lot of us out there yeah so we have to, i mean we gotta we gotta promote us yes we gotta we gotta have people rooting for us yes and the one thing i love about her is is that she inspires people to walk in their truth and be confident in who they are no matter what the situation is Good. i guess that's where you can kind of take the influencing because yeah really there there are people out here who you don't know what they're going through. Yes. And you can, by her just trying on a dress or doing an outfit of the day, you don't know how many people that's inspiring. And so it really is about giving women confidence and giving women the ability to know that, hey, look, I'm out here. Yeah. No matter what the situation is, I'm out here and I'm commanding and I'm beautiful. And yeah. So I, you know. So, uh, do you have to buy those clothes? You got brand deals with people sending something. But you be flying the mug. I'm like, Thank I know you. you ain't just buying all these clothes. Right. Uh, you know, she ain't. It's a, it's, a, it's a mixture of it. Um, I'm about to say, Brandon be like, God, now you bought another outfit. Another Amazon Jeez, package. Yeah. Like, oh, man. It's a mixture, you know. And not everything. You know, I like to keep it authentic. Like, yeah. I also want to just, I don't want to just wear everything just because so it was sent to me. Yeah. You know, I want to put on some things that I like. And show you my personality, yeah, you, you know. So, all right. <laughs> have you always been fashionable? I have. Okay, mm -hmm. so you've always liked fashion. It's just yeah. That. Even before Brandon and I started our journey on social media, I attempted uh, like a, a fashion blog before. So yeah, it's always been like a passion of mine for sure. So you attempted? Yeah, I just didn't keep going. Yeah. I didn't have that like keep going person in, in my corner. You know, everyone was so busy with life and stuff, you know. And, yeah. One of the things that I neglected when I first asked you to, uh, when we went down the, the trail about um, your, the percentage of your single friends was this. What would you say to encourage single women to yet keep holding on, as old folks would say? My story. Tell them. Like, Look at that camera. I, Tell I them just right feel there. like if I went through it, I had, I mean, I literally went through it. Like I, I'm, and I'm a living example that God has someone out there for you. You just have to get up, 
Get yourself together. Keep yourself together. Focus on your priority. Better yourself. The people around you, you know, you never know what they went through to get to where they are. Like you could look at Brandon and I's marriage and be like, man, there's goals and I want that. But then you look at my story and it's like, well, I guess she went through some things too. So that I am you and you are me. And I feel like just keep going, but get up and progress in your whole life. Like progress in yourself, your career, your goals, all of those things, like keep going. You know, and then if you felt like the moment I really focused on myself and making myself happy, looking in the mirror, like I'm proud of this girl and I look good. This girl looks good in the mirror. Yes. That's when God was like, okay, she's ready. Let me just sprinkle this little chocolate in her life. (laughs) And here we are today. So just keep going, but get up and, you know, get up. Get up. That's the word. That's the message. The sermon today is called Get Up. Get Up. Oh, come on. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Man, listen, I can talk to y'all forever. I love what y'all doing. Y'all are inspiring the masses. Uh, One reel at a time, one TikTok video at a time, one YouTube short at a time. Y'all are inspiring people that love is real. And um, I love it. I love that God is using uh, people like us. And I know you hate the word influence. We'll just use the word impact. Mm -hmm. So he's using people like us to make impact on the world, to let them, to represent him. Because every time they look at your video, they're getting a glimpse of God because God is love. And so they go, wow, this is what God looks like. And it gives us an open door for these conversations to take place so they can actually hear um, how God manifested love through the obedience of you too, because this could not, I mean, this would have never existed had you not been obedient to go to the party, him not been obedient to go, him not being obedient the second time to go, let me go ahead and just shoot my shot and see what's up, you know? And for him to say his first date, cause it could have been like, he lame. I don't want to go to church with him. You know what I'm saying? He found the cheapest date ever. Hey. You know what I'm saying? But he made them. His joker says, go to church. Like, this is cheap to the mug. But it's the most impactful date he could have ever chose. Absolutely. Because this is this spiritual alignment. He had to say, listen, this is cute. We can go eat anytime. That's no big deal. I can take you on a trip. We're going to go on a trip about four months anyway. It don't even matter. <laughs> but I'm going to see if we are aligned spiritually because every dollar I spend after this moment is me wasting my money. I want to invest it in somebody that I have purpose with. Ooh. And so that, oh, that right there, preach right there. That was it. There it is. There it is. So he said, I'm taking you because I asked him what was so important about him going to church. He said, if, it, if, she, she, if she said no, it wasn't going to work. That's it. Yeah. It's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's how important his faith is to him. And to you of saying that, oh, no, if we weren't spiritually aligned, it's, it's, it's a waste of my time. We, we ain't we ain't going to do it. And you can like his chocolate self. You can like her beautiful self. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you just liking this fleshly being. But spiritually, y'all have no alignment. It's just not going to work. And right. so I'm glad that y'all kept the main thing, the main thing and saying, uh, God, if you be lifted up, then you will draw all men. And that's even that includes us to each other. And so that's beautiful. So listen, it's been an honor talking to y'all. Listen, y'all give it up to get up for my homie, Brandon and Destiny. It's been so great talking to y'all. Yeah, it's been Ladarian thrusted suddenly into child protective services in 2015. My nephew, black, 
a boy. The likelihood of being adopted outside of kinship, slim to none. Armani, 16 years old, black, a boy, with five years in the foster care system before I even knew his name. The likelihood of ever being adopted, yep, you guessed it, slim to none. While Ladarian and Armani were trying to survive and barely thrive in an overpopulated and underfunded foster care system, I was living my own life, doing well professionally. Having been a single father with a daughter who at that point was doing well in college, it was my time to live my life, right? Wrong. I felt unsettled, tireless, agitated. There are just too many of our black children stuck in ambiguity and in the limbo of the foster care system. In 2017, I legally adopted my nephew, Ladarian. Fast forward to 2019, I had no ties to this other young king, but I felt God instructed me to adopt him also, and I obeyed. Starting over with parenting should have been enough, right? Working with various foster care and adoption agencies to help bring awareness to the countless young black kings in the foster care system should have decreased my agitation, right? Joining the board of directors of Advantage Adoption, an organization that helps find permanent adoptive homes for children in foster care, should have led to some type of resolve, right? No, not at all. None of it felt like I had done enough. I now realize that every one of those experiences was laying the fundamental foundation for my life's mission, Kingdom Royale. Kingdom Royale will be a luxury, state-of-the-art home for foster boys. Our first location will be in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We will utilize the whole person approach that instills identity, empowers them to advocate for themselves, and enlightens them regarding new perspectives and limitless options that they thought were impossible. Though the young kings will attend the local public schools that are in proximity to Kingdom Royale, our at-home curriculum will broaden their worldview through participating in the arts, attending various cultural events, learning about and engaging in multifaceted discussions about current events and even relevant historical contexts, introducing them to gardening and landscaping and even caring for our animals on our farm and on-site stables. We just launched our startup capital campaign with the goal of raising $2.8 million. Now, why $2.8 million? Well, in 2017, I created a web series in which I performed random acts of kindness for targeting the homeless community. One of the most notable successes was that one of the videos went viral, garnering 28 million views. However, one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't raise a single dollar to help in implementing a more sustainable plan for the homeless community. So throughout the years, with much remorse, I reflected on not maximizing that moment. I knew if at that time, just 10% of the viewers donated $1, we would have raised at least $2.8 million that could have really established long-term support for the homeless community, or at least started a long-term initiative to do so. This is my do-over. This is our new beginning. Together, we can attack this at the root by specifically helping our homeless black boys who are already disproportionately represented in the American foster care system. I'm LaTerris R. Whitfield. I've been nominated for three regional Emmys documenting my work with the homeless as well as my personal adoption journey. Despite those accolades, the greatest award for me is truly providing the infrastructure for a transformed life. Visit KingdomRoyale.com for more details. Crown a king and make a donation today.
when I tell you I enjoyed talking to Brandon and Destiny, man, it's I just love seeing couples that get it. They enjoy each other. They love to laugh. They love to experience doing life together. I love it. I love it. Um, you'll be hearing about a course that I'll be launching in October, October the 1st. So I'm going to drop a link in the description for you to sign up for the mailing list so you'll be notified when that course is released. You'll be getting updates on when enrollment will begin. This is going to be powerful. This is going to be powerful. A lot of people have been asking if I'll do something like this. And so, yep, that's what I'm about to do. Here's my favorite part of the podcast where I speak to my future wifey. Dear future wifey, one of the reasons I love being in your presence is because we still laugh. Even amid arguments, we seize narrow openings to crack a joke to relieve the awful tension. We have a unique ability not to minimize the feelings of the other with our humor during discourse. We just thrive in laughter. Proverbs 17:22 says, "A joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. I promise not to break your spirit. I will provide your heart with hilarity. Will we make everything a joke? No. However, we will seek to find the humor in the little foxes that attempt to destroy our vine. Victor Borge quotes, laughter is the shortest distance between two people. Let's stay tight. Your future hubby. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Remember, be lit, live intentionally and transparently, and don't stop loving. Make sure to subscribe to our Dear Future Wifey YouTube channel. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We welcome your support. Simply share our podcast with your friends and family.